Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abigude. Glory to God for another opportunity. We bless the name of the Lord. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. For Sunday, 29th January 2023, our topic is God Promises to be Present. That is taken from the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 21 to 32. Our introduction this around is coming much more with a concern of ourselves that I personally want us to take hold of because from there it will help us beyond us. And then we take it now a little further to our country. And then the main thing here is that there have been many events that has ruled in many events that has actually left us as an individual and even as a country perplexed to the point that we begin to look at what is it what is even happening why is things this way why is things turning this way why is it turning from possibly you know statement of saying something is turning from bad to worse why and then we begin to make record of events as things has been unfolding looking at nigeria from the time of you know Maybe consideration of the Boko Haram till the end, uh, to the time of you know the enters the headsmen, you know the co- the COVID nineteen. Even as much as we can count individually, we can begin to also look at a roll up of events of how some things has not been so pleasant with us. Even down to this present economy that we have in Nigeria presently, how everything has turned more like upside down, and it looks as if we don't even have a hope for tomorrow. This most times, even to believers, it usually come leaving everybody at a thought of, can anything good come up again? And like I have said, it is not just about an unbeliever saying this alone. Maybe you and I, maybe you at even a point, had had a thought of, ah, oh, can anything good come out of my life again? Or can anything good come out of this country again? But one thing we must be able to understand is that with every point of situation or experiences that may come our way and it looks as if these are not good enough we are not to be pessimistic but we should rather be optimistic and this is what our lesson today is coming and we should not behave like you know nathaniel who was trying to say then that can anything good come from nazareth we should rather be able to understand that no matter what god in with us we are able to overcome so no matter what it is and what state it is with us with our experience with the situation we may be faced with god can rewrite the story only if we you know only if we can you know consider our ways assess things appropriate things and most times it comes to us here as believers to understand that at times when we are faced with some things there is a need for us to go back to the drawing board which is to our god understanding that we have to make our ways right with him and if we can repent if we can turn to the lord definitely if we can and maintain righteousness and holiness surely god will come to us and this is what our lesson is really taking a focus on today from the book of joel where the word of god has been able to make a a a, 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 a caution unto us on the talk of repentance also the day of the lord and how the lord is in the midst of his people and how god also is is making a future promise of an outpouring of his spirit these are all that the book of joel has been able to bring to us from the word of god But today, what is our focus? Our focus is on God's promise 
to be present with us, with his people, and how God is always ready to restore everything that his people might have lost. So this is to you, this is to me. God is saying and is promising that he's present with us in our situation, in that problem, in that, you know, that's already concluded, maybe concluded matter that I don't even think this can turn out well. God is saying that he's present there with us and he's definitely going to restore us. As we go on believing the word of God, I pray that the Lord will bless our heart and definitely God with us. It's really going to be an awesome experience for you and I in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly to our golden text, which is taken from the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 27. It reads, Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and that there is no other, other, never again will my people be shamed. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for your promises. Thank you, because even ahead of time, You've had us in mind and you've proposed good and wonderful things for us. Thank you because no matter what it is with us right now, you are our God and you will always be God. Thank you because we will never be shamed. Blessed be your holy name. Receive strength from your word today and hope to trust always in you. Blessed be your name. Amen. Our lesson today comes in two parts and the first part of the lesson is God's promise of restoration. God's promise of restoration. Please read the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 21 to 27. And like I have been able to make the introduction very clear already to us, one thing that we'll be able to see is that Judah at a point had not been able to walk right with the Lord. And this is always a usual thing. When the people go off the way of the Lord, when we choose to just act the way we think we like, it comes with consequences. It is not always palatable. It is not always a sweet one. That is why it, is, it pays to be obedient. It pays to stay with the Lord. It pays to do what is good, to do what is right. It is just for our own good. So then, the expectation of God for us is that we should be able to turn from whatever wrong way we have gone and turn to him so that it shall be well with us, so that our path can be restored, you know. And following this repentance, this is what where our lesson is now coming from. God hears the people. And that is one thing we too must know, that God is not like human. When we... We repent of our ways. If if you know, if forgives and if forsake everything, you know, it does not. It does not look back again to begin to recant to say, "Oh, you did this this time, and because of this, I will still continue this way." No, God is not like that. When we repent, He forgives us, and this is one thing we must understand. And as a proof of this, God will always hear us when we call on Him. He will hear us thereafter. So, because of this, God now decides from here where we are reading today that to the point where these people have hair against God and the consequences has come upon them to the point that their land has been devastated and things are not going on well again for them. The land is no longer fertile and it seems all things is just turning upside down. Just like the introduction we had. It could be like our country. It could also be like your you know, your life, my life, whatever we may be assessing at this point. It just seems as if things are not right. And it's not the way we're supposed to to have it or we expect it to turn. What God needs of us is first our repentance and then a turning unto him. And then when we have turned to the Lord, we should know that God hears us. And it is in this point that this word is coming. And God in his mercy brings restoration to his people. How do I? know the word of god from where we read today makes us to understand that god 
as a promise of restoration for his children and their outline of it the first that god makes known to his people from the word of god in that book of dwell chapter 2 from where we are reading is the fact that the land will be productive again this is the promise of god god is not a man that will lie when he say a thing he will do it it depends on you to believe and know that surely he will do as he had said so the lord is saying now that your land will be productive again your life will be productive again our country will be productive again he's saying again and bringing his promises that abundant showers will be our portion like before in the place of drought what has looked like a drought already and it seems everything is empty farming and it just looks as if no nothing good can even come out of the land again of our life and everything is dried already the lord is saying there will be abundant shower again the lord is saying the threshing floor will be filled with grains be filled with wine and oil this is also talking of god's providence god's provision that will come in abundance this is his promise you should believe in hate again the lord is promising restoration of what locusts has eaten what is it that looks as if oh there had been a devourer oh something has come and it has destroyed a lot of things oh steps has been taken and event has rolling and this event looks as if it wasn't even in your favor but rather it had caused you a lot of devastating experience god is saying today in his promise that he will restore he will bring restoration what is that challenges or experience you are faced with right now and you just look as if oh how will I rise again from here? Do I even have hope? The Lord is saying he will restore. And again, his promise is that provision of food to the point that we will be satisfied and we will praise the Lord. Our economy right now is at a point of a total meltdown. That yes, the currency is nothing to write home about. We don't even have an hope of what next, even with this new note and a lot more with the election coming in. Look at the first scarcity that we are having already and how everything is just, you know, price of things skyrocketing. The word of God is what we should stand on. For us as children of God, we have hope. And that is why this message is coming so timely. The Lord is saying he will provide for us such that we will be satisfied and will praise God. But only if we believe the word of God. Now, one thing we must take note is that God has two nature from this part. God is God of kindness, and God is also a God that gives judgment, you know. It gives punishment when necessary. And one thing we should know that sin is what brings to us judgment from God, you know. It will never go without making us to, you know, feel the effect of our wrong. Because he's also, you know, he's a father. He wants us to, to know that when we are wrong, we are not to continue that way. So a way to make us know is that we should feel the impact of our wrong so that we can turn. Not just because God wants us to feel the pain, but because God wants us to retrace our step. And one thing is that when forgiveness comes in, when we can repent and we are forgiven, there is this rejoicing and there is restoration. And this is what we have seen with the people. Our God is bringing his promises to them. This is what God is said to do in your life. This is what God is said to do in our country. Only if we can turn to the Lord. And look at it from verse 25. God says, He will restore unto us the years that the locals, the canker one, has eaten. What is it that it looks as if it is totally, uh, uh, you know, it has been it has been a write-off. God is saying He will restore. So the gravity of our devastating experience does not matter. And it does not indicate that God does not have a concern of us. Ah, where is God? Oh God, where are you? Ah, God, and you are saying all of this. You know, it is 
not that God is not with us. He's present. The only thing that matters is that we must be ready to do the part that God expects of us. We must turn to him. We must repent of our wicked ways. We must come uprighteous before him and stay holy. When our ways pleases him, he will make everything to be at peace with us such that we will be restored and he will hear us. And this is one thing that God desires from us, his children. He desires us to live a good life. He desires prosperity for us. He desires abundance for us. There is nothing that is, is the joy of God to see us in pain. No. It's not even. He's a compassionate God. He moved with compassion. Jesus at its earthly ministry, we see when he sees people in all their diseases, sickness, and calamities, he's always moved with compassion. And this is to tell us the loving nature of God and that he desires that we are at a good state. But one thing is that we must also walk it right with him. When we do that, we will always enjoy his abundance and prosperity and in turn we will give praise to the name of the Lord. I pray that all the good promises of God, as the Lord is bringing it this day, we will be able to have a portion of it. And not only have a portion, we will be, we will be strong in faith to believe that faithful is he that has promised and surely it will do in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of our lesson, as we go quickly to it, is a promise of the Spirit. This promise of the Spirit, and that is from Joel chapter 2, verse 28 to 32. One thing we must understand from here, which I want to start first with us, is that when God promises restoration, it can come in any shades. You know, it can come in any shade. It is not for us to begin to fathom, oh, maybe this way, maybe that way. Oh, this is the main thing, and this is just how it is. No. That is not God. God is dynamic and God works in diverse ways. And beyond what we can see, he has seen beyond. Even before, beyond what we think we need, we, we, we want, he sees what we need. And that is why we must understand that all about him in restoration is so encompassing. Leaving no aspect untouched for us is always doing it to ensure that every aspect of our life is touched. And that is this part that we want to check. We see in verse 28 and 29 that God is promising an outpouring of his spirit. Much more that the presence of God with us to prove that a life can be solely restored and a life can enjoy God can happen when he is in us from the inside of us. When his presence indwells upon us, it is beyond the physical. The presence of God that we need is beyond the physical. It has to, it has to come first from us, from the inside of us, transforming us from inside so that our life can live right with him. That when it is pleasing unto him from the inside, then it will be easy for us to carry his presence everywhere we go and nothing will make us fall fail or be at a problem again this implies that restorations generally ushers in new and rewarding age and it it brings also a new and rewarding experience and this is what god is said to do with us but only for those who call on the name of the lord those who call on the name of the lord shall be saved they are the one whom the lord will restore and god is expecting to deliver them those who can call on his name those who can live their sinful way and acknowledge god god definitely will deliver them from punishment he will deliver them from destruction so irrespective of our age irrespective of our gender of our status of our tribe our language whatever it is 
that may bring class differences irrespective god is not dealing with us this way god is promising an outpouring of his spirit that is it's touching everyone it's touching the male it's touching the female it's touching the young the whole it's touching everyone the children the lord is promising that as many who will be ready to repent and be saved by him and will forsake their sin that the spirit will come upon them and this is the provision of god that comes only true god which is established by the the, the 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 death of our Lord Jesus Christ, bringing a manifestation of His presence to dwell with us after His death, which was the gift of the Spirit, to the Holy Spirit coming to us, and we see the fulfillment of this on the day of the Pentecost. Here, the Word of God is coming. It is not just a story; it is the true Word of God, and it is life to us. The presence of God is all that we need. In a world that is full of evil and wickedness, it is because the people have not come to have what they're supposed to have in them. It is because the people have still been ruled by their life, by their flesh, by their will, their desire, which, which is selfish, which is self-centered, which is wicked. But when the Spirit of the Lord come upon a man, there is a renewed being. And that is the promise of the presence of God that God is also bringing to us right now. The presence of Him that is His Spirit inside of us, that will be able to help us off carnality, and will be able to help us to live His life, to please Him, and also to guide us in all our pursuit. That even when we are pursuing anything, we will be saved, we will not fall, we will not fail. And this is the promise of God. We've come to the end of the lesson. But one thing we must be able to hold on to is all this aspect i want to bring to us as a conclusion god promised to be present one thing we must those things we must hold on to is god holds not not to our sin when we repent we must be able to know that it comes to us to give new and refreshing experience of restoration Another thing is that God's presence is made manifest through the gift of His Spirit. Daring we can achieve all by His Spirit, enabling us through life journey. Then always is indwelling in us to please the Lord as His Spirit works in us in will and in obedience unto God. To do His will and not to be ruled by the flesh. All of this is made possible by the presence of God with us. So we all need God's presence. That is the bone of contention. We need God's presence with us. God in us, His Spirit at work in us, and no matter what is the circumstances that our life may be faced with, God is ever present with us. And this is what we should know. That when He is with us, we are safe. And His promises is sure, standing and certain to be established over his beloved. I pray that the Lord will strengthen our heart and wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. The Lord bless us and will bring his word powerfully more to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Bye everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.